This has been an amazing leg of the journey, really very memorable. Being invited into the the marae and being sort of yeah, greeted. Yeah, yeah. And that was very special, actually. To stand there and to mm, be greeted mm, by, the, by mm. these warriors and then to be invited in. And it, it was great to be able to share our culture with them yes, as well. Yes, absolutely. Even was really, our and singing was... Uh, very good. The thing is, you, you meant it. You I did. Know? You well, meant it, actually. Yeah. And, it. Then, and then the, the fighting technique and... Yeah, yeah. The haka. Uh, wow. The boy. The boy is not... Probably. It wasn't my strong point. No, you were quite I good don't actually. Think we do that again. And why are you wearing a towel again? Oh, that's right, because you fell in. Because I got in. Fell. You fell in. I got in. Getting in implies that you just climbed out of the of the, the locker. I got in. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. Here's to a great, great <sighs> leg to the journey. What an amazing, really amazing I think end to an amazing one of my journey, one yeah. of my favourite parts of the entire experience so far. And obviously beating you at this was great too. Oh God, you just had to say. From Providence, Rhode Island, from the Minute with Mary studio, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. Welcome back. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake. Wow. And I was really loud. Holy smokes. <laughs> That's okay. I think uh, someone was messing with my board. I was recording a different podcast, so I speak softer than you. So <laughs> Wow. All right, all everybody. Good. Sorry about that. My Welcome name back. is Blake. <laughs> that, that must have been a shock in the radio. All right. And uh, yeah, that, you know what? I'm just going to go with that. Good. I'm just going to go with that. That must have I, been a shock to the radio. <laughs> so sorry, friends. So sorry. You got a lot more Blake than you had bargained for. That, that's more Blake than anyone bargained for, even you. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I didn't have headphones on, so I have no idea Holy the extent. Smokes. So here we are. It's literally double. I'm, look, I'm looking at the waveform right now. It's literally double. Do we need to re-record this? <laughs> no, no, no. No, we're good. I mean, it's still okay. It's just... It was just not what we usually do. Oh, so sorry, friends. So sorry. Well, here we are recording, oh. um, obviously, episode two, season two of Men and Kilts, having more time with Sam and Graham in yes. New Zealand, going into the culture of New Zealand, yeah. of course. And what an awesome episode. These two just make me smile. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to not smile uh, with both of them. Um, it, again, as we established the, the last episode, Marvin... Um, especially when they are genuine and mm -hmm. you know the the two of them are just either doing a thing or reacting to doing a thing yes. with each other uh you know that that moment when when Sam says yeah well you know like it's because I beat you and and and, <laughs> and Graham says yeah well you, you know you just had to say it didn't you yes like that may have been scripted but I have now bought into that yep. specifically because that's part of their nature. That's part of the at least the relationship that they've been posing mm -hmm. on this on this show, right? I mean, yes, it is, you know, uh, an experience. You know, it is something that these two are going through together. But mm -hmm. let's be honest here: this isn't you know a real documentary. This is a show. Yes, it's. I mean, 
it's a reality show where they're educating us on things. Yes. Um, and so I'm here for it, even if some of it is scripted. The the obvious voiceover where they're trying to make it sound like they're talking while they're in the <laughs> van still gets to me a little bit. Yeah. And yet, on the flip side, I'm just so happy for anything from these two. Yes. They are rays of sunshine. I need Graham McTavish to read multiple audiobooks because that voice... Oh, it does something so calming to me. Mm-hmm. He could just read the back of ingredients on boxes. Sure. And I would listen to it and play it while I'm cleaning the house. That's how I feel about Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, nice. He, yes. He, the, the man just can do no wrong. Oh, I love it. I love it. So Benedict and Graham, please read read ingredients for sure. us. We, <laughs> read the dictionary. We just do not care. Well, friends, before we get into the rest of the show to talk all about episode two, we want to make sure that you're able to follow us and subscribe to the podcast. So go into your podcatcher of choice, especially if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube. Um, we You can find us in any podcatcher app, particularly Apple Podcasts. You can also connect with Blake and I on Facebook, um, Twitter X, Instagram, YouTube, all by searching Mary and Blake. We would love to connect with you there. Even if you send us a message with a little Scottish flag yeah, sure. um, or in. even a New Zealand flag for this this season um, just to let us know where you're connecting with us that would be great and of course don't forget about jointhenerdclan.com where you can become an official Nerd Clan member get great benefits there's bonus episodes we have premium podcasts like our Keep Calm and Crown On um, series which is all about the crown so we've got extra things including Blake's book club oh yeah and don't so, forget Marvin we got a goal if we get to a thousand no matter when it is I don't care. Doesn't matter what we're doing. I'm starting up Blake's book club again for drums. Love it. So we're at 972 right now. We are now. so close. We got to get to 1,000. But for friends who maybe Droughtlander is is kicking your butt, know that there is tons of more content there at jointhenerdclan.com for members there. Yes. So thank you so much for those of you who already support us. Uh, it helps keep the lights on in our in our studio and keep the <laughs> website fees. We are a mom and pop podcast shop. Yep. And you can join for as little as $2 a month. So thank you so much. All right, let's get into the show. I, actually, you oh. know, I was just thinking, Mary. Okay. You know, you said Twitter X. Yeah. Have do you, are we at the point now as a culture where we can just let go of the Twitter aspect of it? I don't know. We don't even really like to go on it. Like, or does it have to be Twitter X, or can it just be X? If we just say, "Hey, go," I on wouldn't X. know what it means if you just said X. Really? Yes. I feel like I would now. Good for you. I I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I don't mean it to say like, "Oh, damn you, Mary," but I mean I've. I've I think I'm at the point now where if someone, hey, oh, X. I only would use it if it was something real time. So I am not actively on that platform. So because of that, I feel like there are other people like me who are not actively on that platform who don't know what it would be if you just called it X. So that's why I'm just calling it Twitter X. It's formal name. It is weird to have this major thing all of a sudden just be like one day, one thing. And then the next day... It could be completely something different. Nice. I don't know why I'm I'm, I'm bringing this up. No I just, idea either. I don't know, but you said Twitter X, and I'm like, are we able to call it X yet, or is does it still have to be Twitter? I don't know. To be continued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the show. Let's do it. <laughs> All 
All right. Oh, geez, man. You know, our, you're looking at my back. Okay. You know, a lot of people just listen on a podcast, so it's okay, Blake. Just keep it as the big shot. <laughs> it's okay, Blake. Friends who are just listening in audio. Hi, everybody. I apologize. <laughs> Blake did not check things properly. I, apparently, I did not. <laughs> I've, we're just still going to keep looking at my back. Oh, my you know, goodness. I'm going to fix it. This could be someone's first podcast that they're listening to. I'm going to fix us. it. I'm going to fix it. All right. So, in uh, season. To episode two. This is where Graham and Sam are learning about New Zealand's Maori culture, uh-huh. uh, about the indigenous people. Um, and this is something that Sam especially says he was really excited to learn about and to acknowledge. And um, just a quick, quick once over. So the Maori came to New Zealand from other areas of Polynesia back in the 1300s. Uh-huh. Okay. And they chilled out there on these beautiful islands until, yep, you guessed it, the British. The British were coming. (laughs) The British screwed it all up. Oh, you know what it is? And I love my British friends. And I have British heritage as well. uh, But goodness gracious. I just feel like it's the theme, the theme of so many things in Men in Kilts. Like this was the culture, and then it wasn't <laughs> until somebody came in and just oh my goodness, got gracious. rid of it. So um, that's actually what our daughter said when she went after we went to the Highland Games. Mm. She went to school and she was wearing her kilt and was telling everybody about it. And she's like, "And these were things that my ancestors were able to do until the British outlawed it." <laughs> <laughs> These are little like eight-year-olds are like, what do you mean? Okay, so um, of course, a lot of the country, it was it was nice because there was a voiceover where Sam acknowledged that, yes. you know, just acknowledged that a lot of the country still um struggles with with the effects of of the British colonists coming over yeah. and squashing a lot of this country. So I thought that that was a good thing to acknowledge early on in the episode. Um, but 17% of the population now are part of um, are part of the Maori uh, people. Yes. So it's really important that they keep this culture going strong. Um, that's not like a giant amount of people, but I mean, it but still, still is significant. Yeah. And the fact that this is like native to New Zealand, I love that. It's a big deal. It's I almost lo- a million people. Like that is not small. Yes. Yes. So I'm... I love that there was an entire episode on this. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, uh, Mary, your GBG, what do you have My for- kilt rating. Well, I thought we weren't doing kilt rating. Oh, oh okay, no, we sorry. are doing kilt ratings. Are, are, I, no, I can't remember. You know what? Just give a kilt rating. You're just the producer. Okay. Sure. Uh, sure. I, I just think, run the show. What, what do I know? <laughs> I think it was a 4.8. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to agree with you. I think that this is one of the better episodes that Men in Kilts has put out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for a multitude of reasons- I, I might even go 4.9 because I need to always be a little bit higher than you. That, so that's I'm going to go 4.9. That, that, is a, that is a rule. <laughs> Maybe I'll actually go it's 5. It's an unsaid rule. I'm going 5. Oh, no yes, way. Yes, I am. I am. Get I'm here for it. Here. The, the 4.9. I'll oh, fine. I'll do 4.9. The only thing that would have made it better is if they ate something. <laughs> <laughs> Mary apparently is really into ASMR. She just wants to hear them chewing. <laughs> no, I, I will give it a 5 for sure because I cried. I cried, so I'm giving a five. You cried. I did. Both of both both men made me cry. Why? Their tattoo. Oh, their, oh, their okay. yellow sharpie tattoo. Did me in? <laughs> did me in? So I'm giving it a five, and you're a four point eight. Okay. All right. Fine. I feel very good with these numbers. All right. I I, I feel I'll cosign. All right. You're okay. you're GBG. You're good. You're bad. And 
You're great. My good is this bromance okay. still gets me. Yes. I am here for it. I could just be a webcam on the two of them at all times. I hope that this continues and that we get to like see them all the time doing different countries. Heck, just like painting at Graham's front door. Like sure. I am here for it. I love his their bromance. beautiful hobbit Virgin River oh, with door. His stained glass front door. Oh my goodness gracious. My bad. Mel would be jealous. My or bad. Or Doc. <laughs> Sorry. Like, look at you learning people's names. It's the worst show Honestly, ever. at this point, I just wish we had more episodes because we're halfway done. That's true. Good point. Yeah. So that is my bad. Yeah. Is that it is too short. And my great is the sweet stories of these men when they got their Sharpie tattoos. I cried. I just can't even handle it. You gotta it. say it right. When they got their shoppy tattoos. The shoppy tattoos. <laughs> All right, Blake, your GBGs. All right, my good. Uh, the editing of the little canoe race at the end of the episode, mm -hmm. I thought that was spectacular. The way that it was, uh, the, the flow of it and how the camera was even like erratic with Sam and he's trudging along and and then Graham, it's just this mopey kind of dopey music and he's just going along, you know, it's yep. very funny, uh, very much intentional. Uh, and uh, it felt like to me that was one of those things that they planned, but nevertheless, a as a final product, hysterical. Exactly. So I thought Agreed. it was very good. The bad for me was, I'm probably going to get a billion people uh, screaming at their radios right now. Uh, for me though, did it seem like Sam was just going a little too hard with with the haka? Like he was he was just like going just a little too hard. Okay, like, so Sam is pretty much the opposite of you. That's true. Okay, he's a, he's a golden retriever puppy. Yes, I agree. Would a golden retriever puppy, if they were introduced <laughs> to a new experience, be all in? Oh yeah. <laughs> this is not too hard for Sam. It's, it's this is actually, in my opinion, in line with how Sam would learn the haka. Fair. He's probably like, this is awesome. <laughs> yes. I'm this here for amazing. it. Plus, he also knows he's a performer. Like, you gotta like, you can't just dilly-dally and like try. This is the one time he's gonna do this. If you're gonna do it, do it right, Sam. And he did. Just go all in, right? Yes, but yes, so I, I don't just own think, it. I don't correct. know. I just it, I was no, the bad, you know what the bad is? The bad is that it made you uncomfortable because you wouldn't have done it that far. Oh no, I would there not you go. I would not so have as done So as as a little sweet introvert, you would have <laughs> I would have been like, a, okay, good. Thank you so much. Yay, Thank okay. you. Okay, I'll I'll uh, you know yeah, <laughs> that would have been you. That absolutely would have That's been That's pretty me. much you whenever we do anything. That is Except I, for like wine and paint night. Then oh, you go all then in. Then I go all in. Yeah, I, I, he puts in his earpods. It's like a date night. Blake zones me out, puts his earpods in. That's not true. <laughs> no, I'm the one annoying you talking. Oh, what you doing there? Show me that technique. Why are you not painting what they're teaching us to paint? Blake, what are you doing? <laughs> and then before you know it, the entire class has come over to stare at Blake's gorgeous masterpiece because he's like Bob Ross. And he takes out his earpods. I don't put earpods in. You sure do. No, I never, not once. Never, in not once. Okay. Never, not once. <laughs> When, when you do uh, artwork, on, you on, do. Yes, that is not true. Not on date nights. Not on date okay, nights. If yes. I take you to the paint bar, it's it's a paint bar night. We're having fun. Okay, so. But I will say. The enthusiasm I, well, with which you do paint bar is I, Sam's enthusiasm <laughs> for the haka, okay? I, I will say, you do ask me a million questions during paint it's bar night. It's supposed to be a date. I know. <laughs> but it drives me crazy. <laughs> Just like Sam, you take your, your work too seriously and you don't have room for relationships. 
<laughs> okay, what was your great? <laughs> what was your great, Blake? Oh, all right. And uh, my great. Uh, I, I, like you, Mary, it was, uh, you know, getting the artwork done on their arms. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, yes, it's interesting. Uh, it's it called the, the Maka. Mm-hmm. I love the history behind it, what they do. I, like, Agreed. Great. All of it. I love the whole concept. But what made it for me was not that like they were they were getting this thing done to them, but the fact that they were able to express some vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. In and I I cannot profess this enough. If I could go to the top of a mountain and scream it to the world. Again, we have to look at this as a show, right? Yes, it is a little bit of a reality show. Yes, it's a little bit of a documentary. But it really, in the end, is a television show. And in any kind of story, show, whatever that you're doing, film, movie, you have to have vulnerability. Because if you don't, then you can never relate. You can never actually get in with it. You can never look at something and say, I understand, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Some of you may... Your father may not have been potty of life, or some of you may have had kids older in in older age, right? Like all of these things are real. Like I lost my mom when I was eighteen. My dad doesn't speak to me now. So like when Sam, who's the golden retriever puppy, and I just love ranking on the dude when he says, "Yeah, my dad wasn't around when when I was uh, he left when I was three, and then I actually finally got a chance to talk with him right before he died." Yeah. I look at that and I say, wow, man, you know, you don't really consider that. I, no. I didn't know that that was a thing in Sam's life. Now mm-hmm. that I know, it's, wow, okay. I, he didn't even know his dad's name. Yeah. How crazy is that? Right? Yeah. Like, how crazy is that? So, yes, the mocha, is that something that is great? Absolutely. But I'm invested in these people now because mm-hmm. of these stories that they brought out. Mm-hmm. So that is my great. Wonderful. Yes. So what else you got that stands out to you, my love? Uh, anything um, anything that you think is uh, valid for the audience? Okay. So the thing is, is that what you find valid for the audience and what I find valid for the audience are very different things. <laughs> okay. I thought the rainbows during the canoe, Unbelievable. Yeah, I think it was pretty. Like, how incredible sure. was that? Just to have captured it, even in the final scene. Thank you so much. Beautiful. I felt like that was their parent parents, like, looking down on them, being like, we're so proud of you, and we love you, and yeah. we love that you're having fun and, like, learning about these cultures. I just found that to be so moving. Uh, the statues all around with the tongue sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> made me think, we have statues around our state, sometimes with tongue sticking out. They're potato head men. Uh, that is actually true uh hasbro the toy company is actually based out of rhode island right out of product uh pawtucket actually yeah and we have um i've often like taken my kids to like toy trial like you know there's like ice cream testers we also have ice cream places here too but like there's toy testers so that's something i used to do with our kids and it made me laugh because i was like these people are cool they've got statues around their (laughs) island mr potato head we've got like the surfing potato head we've got the cow (laughs) potato head there some of them with their tongues sticking out but like it's actually a thing in our state like you can drive around i think there might be 19 or something like that yeah you can take pictures with all of them there's like actual hunts where you go to you know, see all the potato heads. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's a thing. Um, it's ridiculous. That's what it is. Graham, when he's chilling out with Sam in the in the parking van. Mm, try that. Graham and Sam in the, in the camper <laughs> Graham van. Graham Sam in the parking van. In the camper van. Talking with a Texan accent. He says it brings him comfort. Yeah. <laughs> what? Out of all 
the accents that you know Graham is capable of doing. Uh, he picks a Texan, a Texan. accent. <laughs> And Sam calls him out on. He's like, "What are you doing?" And you know that that was just them riffing. Obviously, yeah. that was not a planned thing. No. And it's moments like that on the show that I especially love. And I think that that's when you feel the tension of like what's scripted versus what is just natural to these guys. And that was completely natural of yep. them just being like, "We're just talking," and now I'm talking in the Texas voice. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, but, you know, they go and they start to learn about the Maori culture. And Graham uh, has a speech where he says that he wants to share a little bit of their culture with these people. Yeah, so that is really why on cool. purpose they, you know, they wore their their kilts and their sporins. And they, um, you know, he said hello and Gaelic and they sang for them. And I thought that that was just a really neat thing for them to yeah. do to honor these people who are sharing their traditions with them because most likely they're not going to have the same amount of sure. Scottish stuff come onto them. The song that they sang, however, was that supposed to be an actual tune, like a melodic tune? <laughs> I'm going to defer to you. I do not know what was going on. It was short, not sweet. I mean, it's cute because it's them. It's sweet because it's them. But I sat there scratching my head being like, is that really like their song? They're not Ray Yarbrough. Is it something <laughs> or is it something where they were like nervous and excited, but like these people are performing for them and yeah. like they're not known to be singers per se. Like, no. was that supposed to be a bit more melodic or is it something that Graham and Sam, as they rewatch the episode, they say, you can skip past the singing. Yeah. How will we, just we don't need to that relive out. that moment. <laughs> Could we potentially voice over that? Like how yeah, we I do know. with other things. <laughs> Bless their sweethearts. But I was I was thinking about it. I'm like, if you and I were trying to like sing our national anthem, oh, for example, we would not want to rewatch that bit. No, no. I I, I didn't I, no. I barely listen to myself podcast, never mind uh singing the national anthem. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. Uh yeah, I really liked this 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 whole bit that they had where not bit, but like this whole scene rather, you know, uh in the Marai and sharing the cultures. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really liked this episode, because I learned a lot and it, and it felt like it wasn't kitschy, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. it wasn't, um, it wasn't uh, all It wasn't, act. let's go somewhere high because Graham has height problems, yes. which we still love and enjoy, yes. but yeah, it wasn't kitschy in that sense. Right. It wasn't, let's just face your fear and laugh, have Sam laugh at Graham and right. say, oops. And like, yeah, like you said, this. there is a place for that, yes. but there is also something fun in, uh, you know, the, the whole part where they're, where they have the, oh, what's, what was it called? The, the Pua or the, uh, Poi? There's yes, the Poi. The, yeah, the Poi. Uh, where they're, like, they're trying to do it and they just, <laughs> they're so bad on the long version. They can't do it. Yeah. They can't. And then they're flashing back to the Highland dancing mm -hmm. from the previous season. That is the kind of thing where, yes, that is the fun that these two can have, but yeah. still a respect to the culture that they're that they're in, you mm -hmm. know, that they're uh, that they're exploring, uh, and still give the opportunity to the to the viewer to learn and yes. watch and almost put us in their shoes. And be like, okay, how would we act if mm -hmm. we were if we had to do these poi like things like. You, I know that I would have given you a concussion. Like it absolutely would have, have happened. It would have gone flying in the air, and I would not be here today. Um, in that scene, it was at that moment that I realized 
how extremely buff Graham is. He is not uh he is not a skinny man. Because Sam, of course, throughout all these years, is you know, doing my peak challenge and obviously training as Jamie Fraser, um, is is incredibly athletic, is incredibly in shape, but he also has slimmed down his muscular build yeah. over time yep. too which also would be fitting for his character as well as sure. his character ages but also i think too it's just like buddy you cannot be guest on a, yeah. a 365 you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't so it was in this poi rotating shot where i saw this like <laughs> greek god of graham mctavish who's usually in like a tweed coat sitting down with a cute little hat you know yeah. mumbling and grumbling or you know we've seen him with like the strappy things when he's going on these cliff adventures and but he looked like something else with a poi uh, all right all right no i'm just saying all i was right, like wow you are massive <laughs> what happened <laughs> He's now Gaston, so I I just need to say in that shot it was like, I, yeah that that was that was the war chief right there. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me! Uh, check it out. Imagine years ago, centuries ago, British colonists coming on over in their boats. Just picture picture King George from Hamilton, even though yes. it was a different time frame. Picture King George from Hamilton coming on over. You'll be back soon, you'll see. And then, ah, stick it out, tongue people. Ah! <laughs> Statues of it, defiance. Our tongues out because of defiance. Even their weapons are tongues. <laughs> so many tongues. I flip and love it because like, here come these like, you know, what they think are super cultured and like pristine, let's fight in straight lines kind of people, <laughs> you know, with their tea and everything. And then the stick out tongue in your face, nonstop, <laughs> nonstop, nonstop. Uh, the song, get it? Yeah, I know. I get it. Okay, good. <laughs> I get it. I am just like, well done, Maori people. Uh, well done. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, then we get to, uh, you know, the the artwork and the the body ink and you know it was it was really nice it was I, I did we get how, clarification if Sam already had a tattoo or not because he kind of danced around it he said I think he has a tattoo in in a decent place I'm gonna Google that while you say it <laughs> that's my guess I will I I I have no idea uh, honestly but. Oh, yeah. It's below his left shoulder. Oh. It features a grand building with some writing below. Um, yeah. What did you... Did you just... I just searched, does Sam Hewen have a tattoo? Is there like a photo of it? Yeah. Oh, it's on his <laughs> chest. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Agreed. That must be a pain in the butt. Why? Well, you know, you got to figure, he's got his shirt off every once in a while. They got to cover that up. I mean, people cover people's tattoos all the time. I know, but it must be like... However, I am finding tattoos that people have had done of Sam Hewen on their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Friends, Google oh, that. Man. Google that. Wow. That is amazing. Oh, nailed it. That is amazing. 
amazing. Oh. And Stephen Cree. They're like little buddies on, on this person's chest. Uh, and that is not a small tattoo. No, it's Lollybrock. Sam and Steven, and it is not a it's it's not the best version of Sam. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Oh my goodness. Wow. Holy That's smokes. Something. You know? Yeah. Some people they you know they they got their things, man. And he, and that's a thing. Have a few tattoos. I don't know. It's that, rumor. Okay, but continue. That's a thing, man. Do you want to put Sam Hewitt on your body? That's you know. I'm not gonna yuck your yum. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I I wouldn't do that, but you know, I I think I probably do things <laughs> other people wouldn't want to do. Anyway, uh, the Moco uh, tells a story uh, for the uh, person who wears it, if you will, uh, and. I wonder how the artist uh, decides, like he's because he says, "Oh, you know, this is all, um, you know, it's all original. Like mm-hmm. you will never find one in the same ever." You know, mm-hmm. like as he's just as the the recipient is telling the story. How does the artist, I wonder, decide what to do? Is it just like, okay, I'm feeling the force, and the force is guiding my hand? Type deal, yeah. You know, or does or does like the artist like have a bad, have like a bad day one day? He's like, yeah, well, you know, I'll just no. I I gotta tell you, you could feel the sincerity and connection yes. with this artist as he was speaking with them. Um, no, I, to me, it's like he's like one of those people who just are incredibly intuitive. You know, on the same lines of you know mediums and all that kind of stuff. Like he's just. The way he was able to get these guys to open up, and granted, these these both Sam and Graham have have obviously decided they're going to open up a lot. They're on this show together and sure. they share things, but he got them to talk about some really deep stuff that I don't know if they would have necessarily shared with someone who they didn't feel comfortable with, knowing it's going to be now broadcast to the world. That's true. Um, you know, they could have shared so many other things and mm-hmm. this guy got them to talk about that and they did it with ease and, and sincerity. And then as he went through the artwork, um, you could see that they were once again getting emotional. Yeah. So I I think it's a truly magical gift. I yeah. think it's really, really cool. Um, There's even that point too where Graham says, you know, I, I, if he could go back and just spend a day with his dad, uh, he could ask him all the questions that he never got to. Yes. Man, how relatable is that right and it could be anything right it doesn't have to be your dad it doesn't have to be your mom it just could be anything right but mm-hmm. or anybody rather but to go back to that person that you admire and just ask them the questions that you know are important now mm-hmm. you know, that you know oh man if i just had a chance to ask this yeah what would i do right and that's so important right it's so real and honest uh, if if I could do that and speak to the people that matter to me and say, okay, what about this? How did you do that? Why did you do this? Uh, yeah, I would. It's 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 a it's a good goal to have. Another thing that I thought that was really uh, interesting and raw for Sam and Graham to open up about. Of course, Graham talks about you know having his children, how they're his number one priority. Yes, um, and how his life has completely changed since them. And then of course Sam gets his. Sharpie tattoo after Graham. And he then opens up about how he works so much. Yeah, interesting. That it has made it hard for him with relationships. And I just thought, like, gosh, like, how real? I mean, so many of us look at Sam 
and must think dreamboat mm-hmm. mega star great personality seems to have a lot of fun he must have everything in the world and for him to say that it makes me think about how lonely he must be from time to time mm. and and how he must juggle you know he gets to hear graham right before him saying like the most meaningful thing in my life is now being a father and that is not necessarily Sam's journey right now. Yeah. And that's depicted even in his tattoos of like, okay, you're going on these different journeys and you're trying all these different things. And, you know, they all still lead back to you and you, you're you constantly getting advice from your mom. Um, but it just made me feel like Sam may be lonely at times. And you wouldn't normally think of our sweet golden retriever puppy as being lonely. <laughs> but for him to say... I put work first and I do it a lot. And because of that, I struggle with relationships. That to me was his saying, I struggle with being lonely sometimes. And sure. that's the hard thing for me. And, and how much of that is informed by his dad, right? His, mm-hmm. his dad's departure, right? And mm-hmm. what is that need to constantly work and to push and to do more, right? What, how is how is that informed by his early life, right? Yeah. And, and we're not going to get into the psychology of it all. because it's, no, but it, it's but, just... But it's an interesting take, Mary. You're, you're right. It's it's certainly an interesting take. Because then he even says, I had a small family, but I have a huge line of relatives, which means I actually have like a big family. We could all think this, right? Sure, that we sure. have like all these ancestors. And I think he said like, so I know I'm not alone. That like, yeah. I, have, I, had a, I have a small family here. And I have all these ancestors, so I actually know I'm not really that alone. Wow. And it just like hit me where I'm like, oh, damn it, Sam. <laughs> so that's why I cried for both of them. Yeah, interesting. interesting. When Graham said, yeah, he wanted to travel back in time to talk with his dad. And then as Sam says all this, my heart just like wanted to give him a big hug. Yeah. It must, it, it must be hard too, right? Because <clears throat> when, you, when you're when you Sam Hewen, right? And yeah. you've, you've created this life. You can't just go on Match.com. Yeah, you can't. And like, you can't even go out to the bar, right? You can't even go have a drink. You're Sam Hewen, right? You, you, you probably got 60 million ladies fawning all over you everywhere you go. Uh, it kind of reminds me, uh, 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 Taylor Swift, right, was just at the Chiefs game because we apparently know. she's dating Travis Kelsey, which, okay. whatever. But the rumor is that she had to get into a metal box and be like, had to trick everybody. Like it was supposed to be a food box, but the way she That's left- That's what she would the, do to get into her shows. Is yeah, yeah. In a big metal box. Yeah. yeah. The, people are saying that she did this to get out of Arrowhead stadium? stadium. Oh, no. I, I don't know if it's true. Who knows if it's true? And really- But like imagine uh, that frankly, being your life, that you have to be transported in a box. Yeah. And frankly, I don't care, okay. right? And I mean, you do, but- No, no, I don't. Not, not a lot. I don't care. <laughs> But we but, know that Blake's a Swifty. Oh, um, big Swifty. Man. I know. How could you not be? Like it is a, okay, but you're just so saying talented that people of this fame. Anyway, who may struggle with loneliness? Yeah, it's it's interesting that you know I don't think Sam's at you know get in a, a food box level here, but no. you know a, a, around a bunch of the nerds that really like Outlander and Sam and the whole thing. Yeah, that's that's almost kind of food box level. And you can't just go down the street and have a drink and, well, and, and meet somebody and also, you know, he's, share a life. He's at this amazing point in his career and his age and his credibility and his art form that like the only way up for him 
fame-wise, the only way to forward for him now, fame-wise, is up. Sure. Um, so, you know, as... Even well, though, unless he does something terribly stupid. Yes. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, like, as his days on Outlander become less and less, sure. which breaks our heart, it also means that he's open to more and more activities and opportunities. And Sam cares about his career so and he should it's just, exactly but that's what i'm just saying like yeah you have this juggle and i'm, I'm really proud of him for admitting it in the show that yeah. this is a priority to me but with that comes loneliness essentially so vulnerability oh i'm here for see? it you see making me cry listen this isn't it's not a mary and blake commandment for nothing Okay, it's real. You got to have vulnerability in any type of art form you do. Especially after you stick out your tongue and <laughs> hawk it up. And uh, and listen, if you're going to be vulnerable, you might as well do it when you're in a canoe trying to beat Graham. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I loved that. Because that was funny. as much as, here's the thing. As much as Blake is not Sam, Blake would be Sam in that canoe. Oh, yeah. That man. would have been a, a switch. Mm-hmm. I would have been Graham admiring the <laughs> rainbow. Come on, come on, come on. I'm not, this is not a race. This is not a race. <laughs> We're here to enjoy this. Uh, uh, yep, that would have been us, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Because I am just way too competitive. You even like race me home every time we like drive from somewhere. <laughs> they do. And we get. And the kids know it. And so like I got home before you the other day and I but I think it's because you needed to stop somewhere. Yes. And our little lass was like, Oh my gosh, mom, you finally did it. You finally beat dad. And I was like, What do you mean I finally beat dad? Yeah, he races us every time, mom. This, like, of course he does. So there's two different ways you can get to our neighborhood. And I've timed both of those ways. Just so you can get here 30 so seconds get- before me. Oh my God. And I don't even know. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like Graham. I'm like, I don't even think that it's a race. Just driving here home. Here I am. <laughs> Pedal to the metal. <laughs> Gotta beat Mary. <laughs> like, do you need to use the bathroom that bad or something? What is going nope, on? Nope, just pride. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, all right. All right, Marvin, you got anything else for this episode? No, I think it was just absolutely delightful it was wonderful i agree i thought it was a really good episode probably one of the better ones that they've produced agreed all right let's close this bad boy out shall we we shall let's do it if i could find the freaking button there it is so professional in this episode blake Well, you know, maybe, maybe I'd be a little bit better, a little bit more professional if somebody didn't touch my board or at least put the things back. <laughs> Wouldn't have blown out our listener's eardrum it's all good. <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. It is all good. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Uh, we just appreciate you so much. Um, I especially want to thank our friends at jointhenerdclan.com for being amazing. Um, and for those of you watching the video content, you're going to see Blake is wearing our Michael Mouse shirt. Oh, that's right. So the Michael Mouse shirts have arrived and they are being packaged up this weekend. Blake has no idea how long this is going to take. It's going to take forever. It's going to, there are... Is 500 shirts. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's amazing. Is no, it's what great. It is. No, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's so amazing, and we are so grateful. Um, 
But yeah, it's, it's gonna be a lot of work. It's it's great though. It, it is, is great. great. But I think and I think the design's amazing. Um, Thank you. It, the people who even helped print it, they were pumped. No, they were great. They had it, no idea what it meant. No, they were like, "Sir, you you gotta tell me." <laughs> we were doing this and we were racking our brains. We were googling, "What is Michael Mouse?" <laughs> And I had to tell him the story, and I'm going through Jamie. Like, it's and- this really important moment. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Oh, oh, okay, that, that's that's cool. Yep, that's cool. Hey, look at the uh, next order that's coming in. All right, <laughs> see you later." <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Well, we want to thank our most generous patrons: um, Pam, Dina, Brittany, Vicky, Tracy, Lisa, Caitlin, Norma, Tara, Hannah. Peg, Debbie, Christina, Jennifer, Bethany, Suzanne, Susie Q, Brenda, Joanne, Carrie, Tracy, Shauna, Siobhan, Candy, Marianne, Carolyn, Alyssa, Angie, Barbara, Karen, Kathy, Laura, Christine, Martha, Anne, Bobby, Keelan, Marilyn, Dana, Meredith, Kirsty, and Kathleen. Thank you all so much. And thanks to everyone at jointhenerdclan.com for all you have done to support us. Yes. Awesome. Oh, all right. Let's close it out. My name is Mary. My name is Blake. And you have been listening to Outlander Cast.